Boom! Hello, I'm Alex, part of the Call to Action crew, and you're here on this week's episode of Schmo Bates. What's up, my friends? Oh, hey, no baby. How about that, huh? <laughs> you can't upstage <laughs> the hot man. Come on. It's actually really warm in my house, and I should probably turn on the fan. <laughs> I really should. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing amazing, a little cooped up, but that's okay. I have you guys here to keep me company. Uh, thank you so much for joining with us uh, today. This is uh, this week's episode of Schmobates, like I said, where we argue Schmobates most, sorry, Schmodown's most important questions of the world. Rachel, are you excited going into today's match? I am very excited. You got two great uh, competitors. Uh, the questions mm -hmm. are fantastic. And uh, going to see who, uh, who does the best pandering. Oh, hmm, hmm. we shall see indeed. And I know you have, uh, last time you were here, you were obviously a competitor against Chance Ellison himself. So that was arguably, that's like one of my favorite uh, debates I remember seeing. But it was kind of different for you being on like you know, the judges side this time around, right? I'm totally fine with it. This is so much more low key. I adore it. <laughs> well, I know Brandon, again, you are actually a winner of your first Schmobate, so congratulations for sure. So you got a little more pressure on you as far as like what's considered good and what's bad. We're gonna looking for you for a uh, for judgment for sure. Absolutely. Yes, I am a winner. No, I do not believe in pressure. And we do have two competitors here today. I will decide whether or not they are great. <laughs> Rachel, do you think Brandon is the the real determining judge today? Do you agree um, with that? I think we see eye to eye a lot, um, so it'll be interesting to see what we disagree on. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is going to be this is going to be very interesting. Also, no pressure, but we live together, so uh, please don't make this uncomfortable for the next like three weeks that we're locked in the house together. So. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit in my my. <sighs> I would never. Okay, well, let's go to introduce our competitors here. Okay, we have the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. David B. Oh my gosh, David. Hi, hello. I wrote a song for my judges. Here it is. Oh, they're so beautiful and handsome, every single one of them. I love them to death. They're both part of the best faction. Please pick me for all your... Uh, questions make me the winner. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, how is everybody? Perfect. <laughs> there wasn't enough me in there. You know what? That reminds me. I I just wrote, wrote a second verse. All right. <laughs> uh, uh. Hannah is the most handsome man in all of this down. That's why he deserves to be called hot man and not hitman Christian. Get it right. <laughs> all right. Cool. We neither ask <laughs> before it even begins. Oh my gosh, that's quite an entrance. Definitely, all, we've had on Schmo base. I'm all about the pandering. I'm here to pander so hard, bro. So, so intense. I cannot wait. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and introduce our next competitor. Malcolm, Mr. Malcolm of the Fan Leaks, Mr. Malcolm Godelay. What's up, Malcolm? I'm pretty good. Um, I'm glad to be representing the greatest mode in after show that has never won the title before, but um, but just proud to be here with um, some great friends that's on the judging panel. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's 
Today's going to be a real fun time. I mean, it's going to be a little different from what our viewers are used to, but you know, you got to do what you got to do when you're pre-recording. Absolutely. So now David, Malcolm, you guys are both very new to Schmobates. You guys have never, neither one of you actually have ever competed on the show before. So are you, either one of you guys like comfortable with arguing on camera or in general? Um, I mean, I've I've done various like debate leagues before, so I'm comfortable with arguing on camera. Um, I'm and I'm, I'm really happy for these questions. So I think I've got the better answers in this, but that's not to me to decide. Mm, very true. Very true. It is for these sexiest people to decide for the, sure. The sexiest mm. people, and not just the show, <laughs> just... but the whole world, especially Hannah, who's the sexiest <laughs> man ever. I know. Can we just like lay off? Never lay off. <laughs> How can you lay off with such a specimen right next to you? With Look at him. It's got a lot of heat right now, Rachel. <laughs> Get it? Because he's so hot. All right. I want it clear. Just finished watching Heat just before um, hopping on the go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Stop it. Stop it, you two. That's enough. We're going to judge you on your merits alone. Let's go ahead and kind of go over uh, the specifics, though, about how we're doing this. Like I mentioned, this can be a little bit different from your our usual format than what you're used to. So um, how we're going to do this is that uh, both Rachel and Brandon, Switchblade and the Hot Man himself, uh, are going to be the ones judging uh, these competitors in each and every argument. And if necessary, I will be also doing a third uh, verdict as well, if necessary, if they have opposing views on who should win that specific argument. Now we have three different questions for them to argue on the first question and first, second, and third question. Actually, we have start with an opening statement at 60 seconds uh, piece, as well as opening, uh, sorry, like open discussion remarks, you know, for a solid four minutes. At that point, they're more than welcome to interject each other, scream at each other, just point at each other's holes, uh, point at each other's holes in their arguments, whatever it may be. And also, last but not least, closing statements where you kind of finalize your stance on why they should vote in your favor. All right. Does anyone have any final questions before we get started? Nope. Yet. Yet. Okay. Uh, so I, I, uh, I had a script for a, a specific judge who's not here now, but I'm a, I'm a stickler for the script. So, uh, oh gosh, it's it's really cold in here. Uh, it's it's so cold. Oh, it's so bright in here too. I can't put it over my headphones. I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch sports, so I don't know any of this references. Oh, you hear that bang on that trash can? Uh, I know. Uh, uh, oh God! Just throwing... uh, I need my lucky uh, jewelry <laughs> for this. The, the, the what, what is that referencing? What is that referencing? Uh, yeah. Cheated. Uh, oh, what's the H referencing? Let's let, let's go. The best <laughs> the best team ever. 2017 World. Champs, let's let's do this. Okay. Your enthusiasm is on point, and I respect that, David. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and jump to it. David, you're actually gonna be starting with sorry, uh Malcolm. I I might stand corrected. Malcolm, you're gonna be the one to start off with our opening statement. And you have 60 seconds on the clock. Give me a minute to pull up the questions. But Rachel, please do the honors and reading our first question. 
All right, question number one. What is the best character introduction we've seen in the Schmodown? All right. And now I, when I did post this question, I did not even specify it even had to be competitors, actually. So that's good to know. Mm -hmm. All right, but go ahead, Malcolm. Um, right, so the best character introduction we've seen in the Shmodown is when Lon Harris debuted as this professor gimmick. Um, this is this was just a, a good introduction because it started at Spectacular um, and with the various figures with him um, sort of hassling Cody and all that just before he even had his first match. And I think that's a really entertaining thing. It kind of gave us a tease to what was coming. Then when he sort of had his match and sort of came on with the syllabus and all that, I think that's the best way to introduce the character. Um, 30 seconds. But, um, so, yeah, I think Lion Harris had the best, uh, better introduction. I'll get into sort of more of that sort of in the main round. Okay. So do you want to yield the rest of your time? Yep. Perfect. Okay. So Lon Harris as the professor coming in hot with his syllabus. Absolutely. Okay. So David, who did you choose? Okay. Off the bat, I chose William Bibiani, a.k.a. The Beast. He made his debut on November 11th, 2016 against Mark and Draco, and he won. He had a perfect match. He got all his questions right, all his first round, second round, third round, and Christian with Bibiani's The Beast intro said at the time, quote, it is giving the competitors a run for their money, signifying that it was indeed the best intro into the league. Now, William Bibiani got all his questions right, setting a singles record at the time of 23 points. 30 seconds. And he was signified as The Beast, which, as you know, it was a great debut. He won his first debut, kind of like rivaling kind of like mankind debuting on raw on april 1st 1996 or even kane on october of 1997 yes i am a mark mark it down he played a perfect game hindsight of course being 2020 of course we all know what bibiani did but it was one of the greatest if not the greatest introduction to the schmodown for any competitor or commentator and i yield the rest of my time actually you had two seconds left so it's actually yeah. perfect timing <laughs> all right so we have uh bibs um and with his um debut a match against Andreco way back in the day for sure um with this perfect match but also Malcolm chose the professor with Lon Harris Rachel David uh, I mean sorry Rachel Brandon Hannah what do you guys think of this um, choice I think it was interesting that you picked Lon's professor instead of Lon the delinquent mm -hmm. um I want to hear David say why he thought that the beast was it like what made what made the beast introduction so great and not just like Bibiani's knowledge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It can you can't I mean when it comes to uh, the question does specify, you know, best character introduction, not best you know, match specific rookie match, um, you know, specifically. So that's something to consider. What about you, Brandon? What do you think? Yeah, I think um both uh, strong introductions, um, uh, either of you, both of you with the opening statements made really strong points. Uh, I do want to hear more about the, the character itself, um, but also the quality of the competitor can also correlate to the success of a character. So I'm not going to right away disregard anything about how well Bibiani performed, because I think that's also part of getting over on the fans as a personality. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested to see 
these two go back and forth a little bit about this and uh, see who wins me over. Mm, no pressure, but also you guys are both wrong because both of you guys should have chosen, you know, Hannah. Well, I mean, yeah. Just if you could get my intro. <laughs> yeah. But, when yeah. did I make my first appearance? <laughs> oh, I know that one. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> wrong. Wham. Okay, so you guys had four minutes to make your arguments and to really, really impress these uh, two fine fellas. All right, four minutes starting right now. Well, if I may have the floor real quick. Yes, you did mention why, as a competitor, why does he live up to the moniker of the Beast? Bibiani was one of the first characters to really live to the moniker of the Beast. Not only was he in a Beast in his presentation, coming out in that weird, like, jumpsuit from jail with, like, the, the uh, Hannibal Lecter mask, but he was literally a Beast in competition. He won his first match. He won his debut. Not only did he win it, he set the record. He got every question right. No other competitor up to that point in 2016 has lived up to their moniker like Bibiani did with The Beast, where he was literally a beast coming out with his introduction and people holding him back and him literally yelling in people's faces, but also a beast in competition where he literally won the match, had a perfect match, and got and set the record for 23 points at the time, which was unheard of. Yeah, but the thing is, when it comes to characters, um, the trivia knowledge doesn't always mean that the it fit its character because, well, yes, but... We all love Bibbs. Bibbs is a great character. I think what Lon did with his character and with um and the reason I sort of went for the professor over the delinquent is more of a case of um the delinquent is junior. I kind of want to see where that goes first before I sort of say that's the best introduction. But the professor is one of those ones that every he stayed he could stay the character the whole time. Like with Bibbs, even though he sort of came in as the character that basically growled at everyone. I think Lon just had the perfect gimmick that fit him as a person. And while, yes, the, his trivia knowledge was also up there, but the his character and all the cutscenes that just sort of him, when it came to lecturing the wild bears and all that, all, all that just came naturally. Um, outside of sort of matches for Bibbs, he sort of reverted back to just, he didn't, well, didn't always do the beast gimmick all the way through. Lon saved Fresta all the time. I would say that actually Bibiani kept his gimmick, the gimmick of the beast being like, yes, the beast wasn't so much his introduction and so much of his character and not so much him being a beast in competition, but still he kept the essence of being the beast of having wacky intros, as we've seen with Shazam and having the wacky intros that he's had last season. And also to, to counterpoint, Lon Harris, the professor, Lon Harris, the professor as a gimmick was so lame that Lon Harris had to get drunk, get alcoholism to change his character to the delinquent. Not only was he so lame as the professor jte left him as his team member and went back all the way back to boston or philly someone correct me i don't remember well as bibbs not only was so great as the beast rummaging and running rampant through the schmodown he won eventually his first championship and then he was later able to gather and have uh his followers such as the kid brent uh just uh sorry i'm ugh, brandon meyer who's now his team and in essence, the beast is still the beast. Yes, he's a more calmer, more gentler beast, but he's still a beast, both as a competitor and as a character. Um, I mean, it's one of those ones. Um, I think you kind of talked about when he, when Lon changed gimmicks. It's, I mean, he probably thought that might have been better for him because um, I don't know. But it's one of those ones when it comes to the. Um, the beast, I, 
I disagree. I think when, um, even though he may be a calmer, now there's a face and all that, I don't think the Beast Monica really fits him anymore. If Lon wanted to revert back to the Fesser, that he could go back to that no, really easily if he really wanted to. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Um, I'll wait I'll wait for my closing statement. But um, yeah, the, Bibbs really did stay as the character. To me personally, he's still the beast. Yes, he's a more calmer, more gentler beast. But he's still a beast both as character and both as an in-ring competitor. And, oh, we only got four seconds left. And I'll say more at my closing and statement. And done. <sighs> you okay? Here we guys. More juice. More <laughs> juice. <laughs> What kind of juice? It looks like some special grape juice. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's cranberry juice. It's it's uh it's it's but cranberry juice. Is that made out of rehydrated raisins? <laughs> yes. It's the good stuff. We got a bunch of that here. The fancy stuff. Okay. Okay, um, Malcolm, um, so, you know, with choosing Alon Harris, I feel like, you know, you definitely had, uh, you know, it sounds like someone, a character that you just really genuinely love, you know, his idea of staying in character, the lecturing during the scenes, like his competitors and everything, it definitely, you know, was pretty solid throughout the season. But also with, you know, uh, you know, with choosing Bibbs, I mean, he still referenced as having like one of the best, you know, date rookie debuts of all time when he did in 2016. But, you know, I know you said Beast and... Um, Beast, you know, during the intros, Beast in competition, all that good stuff. So that's definitely a lot to consider as well. Rachel, Brandon, what are your thoughts about their, you know, their arguments? So yeah, uh, I'm still on the fence. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if you guys can convince me in your closing arguments. I think David's made some good points about the strength of Bibiani's introduction, about how he made waves through being such a strong competitor, but also having the beast persona. But I really like how Malcolm pointed out that Lon really came in with his character work at a, like 100 miles per hour right away, doing these amazing cutscenes with Cody and really committing to this role um, where Bibiani, he's kind of gone back and forth on the character work. Although um, to me, I still want to hear more about the introductions because I felt like we were kind of getting into where the characters are now. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's the argument that should be made. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, I, I'm very literal when it comes to being asked a question. Like, uh, I answer the question that is asked in front of me. So when somebody says, judge the answers of the best character introduction, I want to hear your arguments about the introduction. Like, yes, they did both go on and have amazing uh, careers after those introductions. But I want to hear you guys address why they had the best character introduction of all time in the Schmodown. Mm -hmm. like, absolutely like with the first time you saw him on screen what yeah. really grabbed you as a fan um what was it really kind of grabbed you um just in general i mean like i know malcolm i know you're in the fan league so you know you're working with competitors and stuff all the time so i'm definitely pretty curious okay well going into it um we have one minute a piece for the closing statement starting with you malcolm starting right now Right. So, um, with Lon, like the first time we ever saw him on skin was in spectacular with the cut scenes with um, Finn, and the reason that sort of grabbed me um, was because I you see this guy sort of come up to Cody, lecture him on how to do stuff like 
who is this? Why is he telling Cody, who already knows how to do everything? Um, it's like, so and that kind of grabbed me to see sort of find out more about, about this person um, and why he was telling Cody to do stuff. With Bibbs, like the first time you see him on screen, he's doing his, his entrance and just screaming at everyone. Like, it that because one of the well, yes, that's interesting, but it's not really captivating to find out more about that character. Oh, you're yielding your time? Okay. All right. Fantastic. Okay. Definitely some food for thought for sure. You know, a little bit of comparison to Bibbs at the very end there. Okay. And now, David. Go ahead and try to tell us why. Bids is like the best introduction. All right. Well, as you guys were saying, the judges were saying, yes, the introduction. There was a couple of weeks, if not months, of Christian kind of hyping up the Beast Beat Beyond. He's saying, there's been this guy blowing up my emails. There's been this guy saying that, oh, I should be champion. I've been answering all the questions right. And then when Bids, the Beast Beat Beyond, finally debuts, what does he do? He literally gets all the questions right, and he sets the record for the most points possible to win in a match at the time yes uh, just ignoring all the facts that bibiani goes on to do what he does at the time it's it's been unprecedented usually and you, you guys probably know and have felt it too with no offense because you're both such beautiful people but usually when someone debuts in any league right any trivia league usually you're kind of expected to not win because your first time the lights might get to you the questions even though you know and you're a little bit nervous but big <laughs> show no signs of nervousness. He showed no signs of wearing down. He got all his questions right. He beat Mark Andreco, which is in of itself no small small feat. Mark Andreco scored 20 points in that game, too. Then Bibiani proved that he is indeed a beast, not just as the character when he came out all chained up, but also as a competitor. And done. Damn, guys. <laughs> Good job. You guys want to take a drink <laughs> or something? <laughs> like each of you guys like ran a mile a little bit. It seemed a little out of breath. No, I'm fine. I'm just playing it mm -hmm. up. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Way to bring it. We welcome, guys. We did it. All right. Well, I know Brandon in particular. I mean, like, what I was like, how do you feel about these closing statements, about these arguments? I yeah, uh, both strong closing statements. Uh, I really enjoyed how Malcolm said that. You know, seeing Lon Harris in these cutscenes really made him want to know more and want mm -hmm. to go, who is this guy? And mm -hmm. and uh, but at the same time, uh, David made some good points about the hype of William Bibiani talking about how he's this guy that's going to come in and answer all the questions. Right. And he comes in and has one of the best, if not the best rookie debuts we've ever seen. Um, it's still really close. Uh, whoever's going to win, I'm going to pick by a hair. Yeah. <laughs> Totally agree for sure. Well, Rachel, I mean, was there anything that you wish that you did hear from either way to make you pull 100% in their side? Or is it still feeling like kind of 60-40 or? No, I, uh, I, I thank you for answering the question, guys, like that you guys actually like listened to what we wanted and you gave us what we asked for. And uh, it really helped solidify my decision. Mm, okay. Oh, I don't want to wait any longer. Okay. So Rachel? Who do you think deserves to win in the first argument of the night? I think, well, both arguments were fantastic. I think that David B made a stronger point about uh, the beast coming in, not just his performance, but like the fact that he did just have such an incredible entrance uh, with him as Hannibal Lecter and the jumpsuit, everything. It was a really powerful thing. Like as soon as you said, Bibiani, that scene played through my mind. And sadly, 
when you said Lon Harris, I was like, what was his introduction? Like it didn't pop to my head. It wasn't a thing. So I was really hoping that you would like sell me on it and just like really nail it home. And it just, mm -hmm. it just wasn't a moment for me. Unfortunately, I got to go with bibs. Okay. All right. So you voted in favor of. All right. And what about you, Brandon? Um, putting my personal opinion aside and going solely based on the arguments, I actually think I'm going to give it to Malcolm um, because in addition to talking up as to why he thought Lon had the stronger introduction, he also gave a few reasons why he thought Bibbs was weaker. He thought Bibbs's character was just too loud and not that interesting. And I didn't really hear David say anything negative about Lon Harris. So for that reason, I'm going to give it to Malcolm. Oh, damn. I was hoping you guys would make it easier for me. <laughs> Never. Never. Never, guys. Um, okay, so I definitely I agree with both of you guys for sure. I mean, there are opening scenes for both of them. Um, I had a hard time picturing Lon Harris, his, um, his introduction directly. But when I go back and he definitely did have one of the best debuts, you know, as far as a character going up against uh, Cody Hall. I mean, sure, he at that point, he's He's not exactly, he's not producing like the best records or anything, obviously. However, that was such an amazing match. I remember it was like nuts. It went down to sudden death. It was really great. But also we didn't really know all too much about Lon. Um, there was a little bit of hype surrounding his um, you know, behind the scenes and everything. So, but also he stayed in character, you know, um, but fits personalities. And all. he was like whipping out the syllabuses, giving them out. I mean, I don't think Bibbs did anything like that. <laughs> um, but yes, but it came down to um, David painted the picture a little bit better for me personally. Um, not only that, it was just, uh, it just really solidified for me, like how much that really kind of plays into like what we remember about him, what makes his opening specifically is iconic for a lot of people, um, versus Lon, a lot of it is something I, uh, you had to re really remind me of, and I was still like, <laughs> just a little bit though. Yeah, see, if, if you had picked Lon's delinquent that's so fresh and it's been so great that like that would have it may have been mm, oh yeah. yeah. nah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I did consider it, but I thought, no, it's too new. I don't re I don't really want to go that way, but it's like I, I do get what you were saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. And also I'm surprised no one uh, picked a Dagnino, but <laughs> well, that would have been pretty interesting. <laughs> He doesn't need any more encouragement. No movie show. Yeah. And also yeah. a competitor, which is really weird to think about. Okay. All right. So I mean also Bobby Gucci, Captain Croatia. Oh yeah. Oh, been. <laughs> no. More. All right. So David, you do win this first argument. We're gonna be moving on to the second argument this time around. Yes, and I am sorry, Malcolm. No, you are not getting your twenty dollars back. It's all right. You need it more than I do, so can I? Can I just <laughs> can I just reiterate? And can we all just take a moment to appreciate how beautiful and glorious our judges are, especially <laughs> just being in the presence of Brennan the Hot Man? Just, uh, I'm literally, I'm shaking, and I have Why goosebumps. Are you him? Because he didn't give me the point. You did, and I love you. Listen, I'm, I'm flattered by the compliments, but cash is king, baby. 
it's true. Oh, okay. What's what's your what's your what's your cash up and your PayPal? <laughs> then Mo, what's up, man? Yeah. And I just realized I'm like low key sad now that I don't have my glasses. I left them in the car, but I'm the only one here with glasses oh. on, and I'm a little distraught. Nerd. Like, I'm not here. Try mine on. Flip <laughs> them on. Flip them on right there. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> All right, technology is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to move on to the second question. And now, Brendan, uh, sorry, okay. actually, not only Brendan, sorry, Brendan, um, please do the honors of reading our second question. Come on, I'm not that baby face Meyer. No, he's got a man beard. Yeah, let's see. What does this say? I can read. I'm not Simon. What rookie <laughs> will have the best free for all performance? Okay, we have quite a few rookies coming on hot this season. So there's quite a few to choose from. Some have played and some have not. So, and not to mention, our what's our going to be our free-for-all situation at all? We don't know, but that's okay. <laughs> all right, but let's see it argued. Okay, now we did have Malcolm go last time. So this time around, um, you are going to be doing it for your opening statement first. And did you, did you decide you want to play your video first? No, that's for question three. Oh, question three? Oh, my bad. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. that's for question okay. three. All right. Okay. So who did you choose? I chose Robert Parker. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Way to pander. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's specifically just for one reason, and I'm sure you guys can guess what it is. But um, I just mean, let, this is let me, general knowledge. Yeah. Well, you do have 45 seconds remaining. Oh, I didn't even know I was going. Okay, so I chose Robert Parker <laughs> because uh, not just because he's been a, such a monster in the fan leagues, also because he was number two pick for the dungeon, but because, as everyone has stated, especially on SEN Live, the boy does magic, and I'm a sucker for a good Harry Potter trick. Imagine him coming down, confetti, and he's just – pulling flowers out of all of his orifices and he makes Dagnino disappear out of thin air and then he walks up to the stage and it's a table but wait a minute he pulls it it's not a table it's a tiger that's gonna be his entrance the boy does magic he's gonna do something magical on his way to the audience he's gonna wow us with the spectacle and he's he's pretty funny he's done some stand-up too so he's not only gonna make us go ooh and ah but he's also gonna make us crack a couple of giggles and, and done Okay, so I see, David, you really kind of focused on not so much the knowledge portion of, but more on just the actual entrance. Uh, I will continue that in further in my statements. I'm curious. I did, I, did, I did mention he was a monster in the Fang Leagues, but that's, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, and I hit 30 home runs in Little League. What of it? <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. I'm I'm All right, Malcolm, you also have 60 seconds starting right now. Um, yeah, so I picked the barbarian for for um my pick. Um and this is like this is no question. Um like Barbarian he came in on um against Cleared with a really big score up. And the Barbarian is just one of those characters that um Coming out with the chinchilla and everything, just they'll be great. But his knowledge, like he's been touted from Ethan Ur and a lot of other people have been said that he is the one to watch out for. And um and yeah. So I think the barbarian is the one that's going to have the better performance and I'll get more into that and um 
in the main round. All right, you are yielding the rest of your time. No biggie. All right. Okay. So, you guys, uh, Rachel, what do you guys think of uh, Rachel, Brandon? What do you guys think of these picks, Robert Parker and the Barbarian? I think that Robert Parker was a very brave choice <laughs> for general <laughs> knowledge when he is known as an IG. That's interesting. I can't wait to hear you sway me on that. Um, Malcolm, his name is Elvis and he lives on the shoulder and he's the sweetest. So just a note, he has a name. Um, I think you both picked interesting picks and I can't wait to hear how you justify them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, what did you think of these picks? Uh, <laughs> uh, hmm. Well, well, uh, well, Parker was a bold <laughs> choice there. Um, I think you're going to have to work maybe a little harder than Malcolm now to convince me as to why he's going to have the better performance. Uh, yeah, definitely the whole uh, personality, him knowing magic, that's going to make for a great entrance. But how is he going to perform? I really want to hear about that. And he's going to be great fun at the bar afterwards if we can sneak him in in a backpack. But... <laughs> I want to hear about his free-for-all performance. Mm-hmm. And it's also, it's so much, there's a lot going on during a free-for-all performance. So there's a lot to consider when uh, when picking the rookie for your choice, for sure. Okay, well, you guys got four minutes to make your arguments starting right now. Um, I'll go first on this. Um, you made the big mistake of picking someone I know very well because he, I've been around the fan leagues for ages, so I know all about Robert Parker. He only knows the inner geekdom. And he, um, he does have a, he does know his general movies, but he's been like I, I've talked to him, and I know that he knows a little bit about general movies, but he's not the strongest in it. The Barbarian has shown we've got game tape of him now, and Barbarian has shown that his knowledge in general movie is phenomenal and he's definitely worth the hype that like people like Ethan and all that have been saying about him. Yes, he is known for IG, but that's before in the fan leagues. He's not known what he could do in the Schmodown. That being said, there have been many great IG competitors who have also had great singles competition, aka Rachel the Crusher Cushing. Yes, he is a rookie. Yes, he might have been known as IG in the fan leagues, but can we honestly not imagine that he's prepping for the Schmeldown and he's prepping to be more than just an IG player, especially being drafted to the Dungeon, who already has one of the greatest, if not the greatest, IG player, Kevin Smets. Also, by the way, who was really great in the fan leagues is now is really great in the Schmeldown. You know who's another IG competitor who's really great as an IG competitor but has proven to be a, a, a great general knowledge of movies has been Chance Ellison. So, yes... We haven't seen him. We haven't seen any of these guys really compete because they're, they're kind of rookies. That being said, it it's it's pres it's presumptuous to think that they're just studying IG, studying only what they know. For sure, the way Robert Parker studies for IG, he is studying for singles competition and singles competition, as we've seen, does throw IG uh, questions out there. So, with the with the combination of how he studies for IG, he could possibly be studying for a singles competition as well. And it's the free for all as well. So, um, yeah. He may have had that in the, in the Fallings, but who's to say he's not going to do that in the Schmodown, the same way that Rachel did, or the same way that Kevin Smith did, or the same way that Chance Ellison did? Mm -hmm. I mean, you've thrown out a good uh, couple um, competitors that have had 
success in there. But um, Robert has been one of those ones that wants to keep his IG knowledge up and just doesn't want to focus too much on the other leagues. But I'm pretty sure Kaiser drafted him for the sole reason to keep the belt within the dungeon. Um, and so he's going to be making sure that Robert's keeping his IG knowledge up. Well, yes, he maybe wants to um, train for singles to try and um, to make a little bit of a run in singles as well. But but um, that that's probably... But IG is where he wants to be, um, and that's where he's confident. One minute he's, remaining. Robert is not going to want to do um, singles if he if it means taking study IG study away. Um, the barbarian is great, um, and it's one of those ones that there's a lot that he can do in there, and I think that um, he could beat Bibbs and be the one of the longest in the free fall and I think he's got the potential. Robert Robert does have the potential to sort of come in for a round or two maybe, but I don't think he's got that general knowledge to go the hot distance. Again, I believe it's presumptuous of us to assume that we know what he's doing. Again, it's rookies. Both of these are rookies. We haven't seen what they are of. We haven't seen what they do. That being said, yes, he is, he was a great player in the IGs, but who's to say that he won't be a great player in singles the same as Rachel Cushing was? Also, too, he has a great endorsement. He has an endorsement of Christian, who has said multiple times, well, try for this kid. And, and Mark, Mark Ellis likes him. Snarf. Snarf. Okay. Okay. That was that was a legit, really great argument. I was going into it. I was like, this person has it, but now I'm like, well shit. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we have two very obviously very different approaches to this question, obviously. Now they both have really solid arguments. Rachel, starting with you, what is like the one thing that either one of them is gonna have to do in order for them to guarantee your vote? I want to hear about, I don't want to hear anything about the other competitors. I want to hear about who you picked and why they are going to have the best performance. Just stay on topic, sell me on it hard because yes, entrances are part of your performance as a smack talking at the table, but also you have to have that knowledge. So I want to hear you guys sell me on your guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like definitely more selling on them and individually. Yeah. On their individual knowledge. Okay. What about you, Brandon? You're I'm also a very a fellow IG competitor as well. So I'm gonna make things interesting because I want to hear something different than what Rachel wants to hear. Oh. So who are you gonna want to please? <laughs> well, <clears throat> uh, I've been hearing a lot about Robert Parker, so I want to hear more from Malcolm as to why the barbarian is um the superior uh singles player. And I want to hear from David why the Barbarian would be a bad pick. Um, so, and also, I think David made a huge mistake by using Chance Ellison as an example because I beat Chance Ellison. We both beat Chance Ellison. So, kind of a weak, weak argument there. Well, yeah, all, all, all they're saying is you guys have really awful picks and you guys need to do better as argue, like debaters. Like, get your shit together. Come on. All right. Well, at least get your shit together in time for the closing statements. Okay. Starting with you, 
David, you also have 60 seconds to please these fine fellows. Starting right now. Okay, so as, as Malcolm mentioned before, he was a great IG player in the fan leagues, but as we all know, in the modern era of the Schmodown, it's not enough to be great in just one league. You have to be great in if two leagues, if not all leagues, whether it's Star Wars and IG, whether it's it's uh, teams and singles, or if it's teams and singles and IG. Uh, yes, you guys have beaten Chance Ellison. I'll never take that away from you guys. But that being said, that was in the past. Chance Ellison did help carry corruption through that number one contender match and to get him into a tag team match with the current champ. That being said, Robert Parker, the same as the Barbarian, we have not seen what they can do. Uh, the Barbarian, uh, I've never heard of him. I don't give a shit who he is. He was chosen by Dagnino, who, as we all know, is the worst manager in the league. Yes, I said it. The worst manager in the league. So who cares about the Barbarian, what Dagnino think? Robert Parker has the knowledge. He has the wherewithal. He has the study methods to not only be great in IG, but also be great in singles competition. And Kaiser saw that, and that's why he was his number two. And done! <laughs> all right. Enough, enough to convince him. Okay, over to you, Malcolm. You ready? Uh, yep. Go for it. Um, well, I mean, we have seen um, the Barbarian. He's had his match dropped already on um, on Smart Entertainment Network. But um, so we have, and I, if I remember rightly, he didn't miss a question at all in that match. So I mean, he is his knowledge is there, um, and I think he will put up the great performance up there because. Um, he's seconds. just got so many sort of people who've said, watch out for Barbarian, watch out for the Barbarian. Well, yes, uh, Christian has said, watch out for Robert, but that's more a case of watch it out for him in IG. Um, but it's one of those ones. The Barbarian is, okay. I think, is the one that's going to put up a big performance. And even when he comes out with Elvis um, for his entrance, I think that's going to be... Um, the a big thing as well because his performance can be up there as well. And done. Uh, good, good, good arguing, sir. <laughs> I'm glad I'm putting the pressure on you guys first. <laughs> Rachel. Oh, um, no, you don't have to give away your thing yet, but I mean, like, is, is there anything in particular you wish they had said, or is there? Something that you wish you would have said in that in their place, or heck, no, who would have you picked? I I love that. Who would I have picked? Yeah, sure. Um, my pick probably would have been James White. The Golden the Boy. Golden Boy. Oh, hey, <laughs> <why? laughs> literally do next season, the next room. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I think that he is gonna have the most. <laughs> oh yeah, come in. Yes, summon him and he shall arrive. <laughs> 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 I was waiting for that. Uh, I was literally going to text him if one of you guys had picked him to like come in. But um, I think I think James is going to have an amazing uh, performance during free for all. Um, it might be his his coming out party for the the showdown, and I think that he is going to be. I think he's going to have a Brandon Myers performance. Honestly, um, I don't think that there's a rookie player that's ready to perform the way that Bibiani has. Like, uh, Malcolm, you think that uh, uh, the Barbarian is going to be? I don't think that he's not going to. I think I think the Barbarian's going to have a great performance, but I think that James is going to be like the Brendan Myers of this season. So, fair. Okay. 
I do love the fact that you did address the fact that uh, Christian was hyping up uh, Robert Parker for IG specifically. Um, I mean, anybody has knowledge in this league to answer a few round one general questions, but um, he's studying for IG. He wants that belt. They're going to keep try and keep that belt in the dungeon. And I think that that's where Robert's focus is right now. It's not on this. Mm -hmm. This is for fun. I think for him. Shits and giggles. Okay. Okay. Solid. So what are you, Brandon? Um, one thing I had wish I had heard from Malcolm is I wish he had used David's previous argument from the first debate against him and mentioned how um, Barbarian came in and pitched a perfect game and David was touting how Bibiani came in and pitched the perfect game. And Bibiani is well regarded, the greatest free-for-all competitor of all time. He so he'd be that. following in his footsteps. He did say that he had a perfect game. No, but he didn't. He didn't compare it to Bibiani, oh, and that because would have been definitely a really good one. to be they're still standing all however many rounds. Does <laughs> a bullet there? Yeah. <laughs> back to back, back and the awards at the free for all. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that would have been the the dagger to the heart, if you ask me. Yeah, that would have made it a quick kill. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that in mind. Who do you guys think should win this argument? I think. Oh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Uh, I, that, I think that Malcolm had the better argument in this, mainly because free for all is general knowledge. And yes, there are some IG uh, categories that sneak in there every now and then, but it has, what, what was the last one it was referred to as? Like, get your geek on. Um, and that is one category for like all of IG. So the fact that that is a minuscule possibility for him to like get that one point as a guaranteed point. Um, I think, yeah, Malcolm got it. Okay. All right. So one vote in favor of uh, Malcolm. Okay. Brandon. Yeah. For me, I did enjoy how um, David said that there was a reason Kaiser picked uh, Parker number two, that maybe Kaiser knows something that we don't know. Uh, but I think he made a crucial error by bringing up the name Chance Ellison on this stream. And overall, I think Malcolm did have the better argument, mainly because the Barbarian has a proven track record of competing in singles in the Schmodown already and not missing a question. So I would definitely just have to give it to Malcolm based on that argument alone. Okay. So as a result, Malcolm obviously getting both Rachel and Brandon's votes in your favor. That means you, I, my vote will be moot point. So you win this argument. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, right. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was almost going to go for James Dwight, but I thought I'd pick someone who actually <laughs> had a match sort of released as of yet now. So and, like, okay. and that's super smart. That's okay. fair. Okay. Yeah. Beat me, right. Beat me to it. Beat me to it. I gotta ask. Okay, why would why'd you pick Robert Parker specifically? Like, what made you choose him over like some of the others? Other oh, the, There's honestly, so many options right now. Yeah, honest, honestly, the hype that Christian's given him, especially on SCN Live. Mm -hmm. I watch SCN Live literally every day, and it's just like the hype he's been giving that kid it makes mm -hmm. me believe that. It honestly makes me believe he's more than just an IG player. He like, might yeah, be like the next Kalinowski or something. No, more than that, I really think maybe the way that that. Christian really believes in him, he might be the next Rachel Cushing, honestly. But oh, obviously, time will tell. Time will tell. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, like Robert, like Robert could easily be someone like Alex Damon, sort of coming for one league, sort of for a year. Then maybe next year, if he wants to transition mm-hmm. into another league, who knows? Who knows? I just think that he has too much to prove right now to go. Yeah, yeah. studying anywhere outside of IG. Maybe, and, yeah. yeah. David, you also made the mistake of picking someone who called me out on stage in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was I was so close to calling to, to I was yeah. so close to mentioning the promo, but then I was like, mm, the judges, I can't mention that. <laughs> it was also just kind of weird watching that Atlanta match. Uh, <laughs> literally, there were like screaming hot man, yet Harloff was like maybe like 15 feet away. <laughs> and what? I can't hear them. What? It's like, okay, well, guys. Anyway. Deteriorate. I will say that. <laughs> That's a no conversation. Okay, so we are going to go into our third and final question, knowing that David and Malcolm each have a question. Sorry, have an argument. Uh, you know, point for them. So we have our third and final one. So that's going to really determine who our winner is going to be walking away today. So no pressure, y'all. It's going to be pretty darn intense. Okay. All right. Well, I can go ahead and read the third and final question. Rachel, Brandon, you're going to have a hoot and a half bringing this one up. I'm it's so gonna be so much fun. It is good. It's going to be good. Okay. And where's my coin? Where's my coin? Oh, where's my coin at? Oh, it's right here. Okay. So I need to know, are you going to be, and are you going to, who wants to be team trader and who wants to be team guy? Team guy. Called it. Okay, so if it lands on Team Guy, then you get to choose if you want like a first or second, okay? All righty. And Malcolm, you're okay with being Team Trader? Yeah. Trader, Jesus. Trader. Terrible terrible person. Guy has Snickers. It is? (laughs) Bateman. So, Malcolm, you get to choose. Do you want to be first or second? Um... I'll let David go first. I'll be a gentleman. You want David to go first? Okay. All right. For your third and final question, David. Let me just set the timer up. If you had to shop at Costco for the essentials, who would you have as your shopping partner to tackle the crowds? And I'm referring to Schmodown personality specifically. Now, I know you said that you want me to reference... The video for the 60 seconds. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Let's see what we got. Oh, whammy. If I can bring it up. Okay, there it is. The following announcement has been made. I thought I could think literally. <laughs> How is the beat? Creative. Whoever's judging. You want to know why? You want to know why? I'm the man. To lead David Coronavirus in the face and say, Get off. Not <laughs> 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 oh, 
five seconds. That's right. That's right. I chose BC, baby. BC's the man. Oh, God. I'm crying. I don't know how to respond. I have so many feelings. What did we just witness, guys? Okay. All right. Oh, that's good. Enough said. Give me, give me the point. Give me the point. <laughs> Enough said, guys. Welcome. I am praying for your soul. You have sixty seconds. I don't need a cup anymore. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. I gotta stop laughing. I gotta stop uh, it. <laughs> okay, so who did you choose for your Costco shopping partner? Um. For my Costco shopping partner, um, I also went for um, someone who's been a wrestler before. I went for Jay Washington. Um, and um, Jay is one of those ones that I think would be easily able to tackle the crowds out of the way. Uh, and, I mean, he's got a really loud voice and um, as well. as like, So he can sort of yell at people to get out of the way. As, and I think he'll be a, a fun one. like... Well, yes, he but he's strong on the outside. He's one that, like, depending on the size of the people, he doesn't have to sort of be aggressive with them, and he can carry a lot in his big arms. Large arms, indeed. You have fifteen seconds remaining. Or are you yielding the last few seconds? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll yield. I'm still sort of shook from the video. I wish I. <laughs> That's fair. I think we all are. It's a hard to yield. Just finish it with Frank sucks. It worked. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, uh, those are some interesting picks. Uh -huh. four, we have BC versus Jay Washington. Okay. All right. You guys took that word tackle incredibly literally. Very um, intensely literally. I mean, I was, I'm not going to lie. Have you guys uh, have a. That's fair. Have any of you guys been inside a Costco recently? Oh, we God, don't no. have we don't have one in New Zealand. <laughs> no. And God bless you guys for it because it's it's a hell house. Oh, shock my! I love Costco. Costco's like I can just hide out on Costco forever. I can like take a nap there if I want. It's so nice. Well, like three months ago, yeah, but like exactly. now, right now, no. it's a literal shit show. Don't go. It's yeah. oh no, I thrive on competition, and <laughs> I'm okay with like punching other customers in the face. If I need that, you know, bag of, uh, you know, toquitos. Well, I do what you gotta do. lucky for you, uh, BC is your man. That's all I'm saying. All or J might. We will see in your arguments. All right. All right. Not assume things yet. I okay. will let, before we even start, Malcolm, I will let you go first. <laughs> oh, well, Malcolm gets to decide. I mean, specifically, honestly. Oh, that's true. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Malcolm, so, I'll let you, I'll let you keep your choice. But you guys, ha you do have uh, four minutes to make uh, your argument starting right now. Um. Um. So. Um. Yeah, David, go first. <laughs> All right, I picked my boy, the East Texas champ. BC, who, if you guys don't know, BC was the 10th pick for the Fix Songs Exchange. He's also the Wrangler 
for Schmode out of events. He's the guy who makes sure everyone's in their place. He's the guy who's able to push back audiences if they try to get a little bit too rowdy. He's the guy who takes care of problems. If you heard my boy, he could kick Corona's virus in the ass. That boy can get you through anything and anything he's one of the few people if not probably the person who makes sure the schmodown is constantly running especially during live events now malcolm here chose jay which is i would have maybe a couple of years ago i would have said was a good choice but what happened to jay oh that's right he quit he left the schmodown bc is not only helping run schmodown events he's part of the schmodown now he's number 10 not only is he part of the schmodown boy he's been on scn live he's also a commentator he's a youtuber he's a wrestler he's a world champion my boy bc he's young he's ripped he's handsome he's beautiful he's also a very nice person by the way i recommend everybody gets a hug from him he has the best hugs bc will get you through anything he will coddle you he will carry you and he will also kick ass when he needs to um yeah, so I mean, even though Jay's not the not around the Schmodown anymore, um, and he still he also has made various appearances on SEN Live. But I think, but Jay is one of those ones that he has a loud voice, and he can sort of um make sure the crowds know that you're coming. Um, he can push them out of the way if they're not going to move. Um, he can, he'll make he'll he'll make sure that you're out of line. Um. I mean, I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that. Like, like BC and um, is going to be any different because, um, but because I don't just don't know much about him to be honest. Um, all I, I only know from the times we've actually seen him on stage, so I can't really say anything bad about him. Well, okay, something I kind of want you guys to touch on just a little bit um, is that, you know, you guys, you might be spending a lot of time together. You know, the lines themselves are usually pretty long. Sometimes they're waiting 30 minutes to an hour just to, you know, just to pay for all your stuff. So you're going to have to have a good conversation as well. Can you kind of touch on what that interaction would be like? Oh, easily. With me and BC, we would be talking either wrestling, we'd be talking schmodowns, we'd be talking video games, we could be talking movies, by the way, all the things that I personally love. Again, the question is, we have to shop at Costco First Centrals, and like you mentioned, Alex, if I had to wait in line, who would I want to wait in line with? Well, BC is the ultimate person to be in a line with. The boy plays video games. Again, he watches movies. He's obviously in the trivia schmodown. He's, he was number 10 for Finstock, so we could probably talk strategy, what he's been doing. Also, we could talk wrestling. He is the current did I mention he's the current champ at East Texas Championship Wrestling? He is the current champ at East Texas Championship Wrestling. We will talk wrestling. We will talk everything and anything that is nerddom, that is geekdom, that is fun, that is comic books, movies, everything. The man is an encyclopedia for all that stuff. Again, if you've ever get a chance to hang out with BC, I totally recommend you hang out with BC. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, but uh, you get all. Um, you can get all that for Jay Washington too. I mean, he, you can talk about Schmodown wrestling. Um and geek them um but i know i'll definitely have a big conversation about crisis on infinite earths because um i know from his tweets he really loved that cross <laughs> well i don't know but um he's one of those ones that his um things he likes watching lines up for me so um he to me he'll be a perfect one to talk to as well how many seconds i'm sorry oh 15 seconds, seconds. Second, second. okay <laughs> Yes, like and like I mentioned before, Jay probably would have been a great choice a couple of years ago, but where is he? Where is he gone? The boy disappeared. The boy left. The boy and quit. Done. 
That wraps it up. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Okay. So we have, I don't want to say two very, well, they're, I don't feel like they're two very, uh, very different approaches to these questions. Cause actually I feel like they're kind of similar in terms of, you know, like the, <laughs> why those wrestlers. Yeah, they're both big wrestlers. They yeah. carry a bunch of stuff, and like, of course, you know, you know, they're big, tough guys for sure. But the, obviously, you need a little bit more than that, obviously, to be the best, you know, shopping partner in these times of trouble. Um, Rachel, uh, Brennan, what would they need to do to convince you their person is the best person for these missions? Yeah, I want. I think I want to hear more about what's going on at Costco. What are you buying? Are you you trying to buy toilet paper or are you playing it safe with like something that maybe not a lot of people are getting? Like you want like 10 pounds of beyond meat or uh, um, 10 pounds of beyond meat. I don't know. Maybe you want like something that people, what aren't people buying these days? I don't know. Are you going to play it safe with something that's heavily stocked? Or are you going to fight for something that people are literally like, physically assaulting each other over rice people are getting insane over rice 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 is important um, rice is which one of your which one of your people has the guts to get <laughs> <laughs> why and how yeah, okay. i want to hear more about the shopping experience how okay. they're going to help you like yeah it's fun to like have somebody to wait in line with but like when i go to costco i go there Especially now, you got to go with a game plan. You got to be able to divide and conquer. You got to know that they're going to do follow directions. Like, sell me on how they are going to be the best shopping partner to get you exactly what you want. And by the way, you guys both screwed up by not picking moms. Oh, and, and Kate, and that would have been just. No, you you want to talk about screwing up? You should have picked Andrew Guy. The word tackle is right in the question. <laughs> He's tackled Bateman. He's tackled the competition. You're on. Plus, you're on call to action. Cater to your audience. I, I was almost going to do. That. Plus, that man can sweet talk an Eskimo into buying ice. That's true. This is this is fact. That is very true. He'll get you all the free samples with his charm. He'll get you a case of toilet paper out the back. <laughs> like everyone in line will probably want to give you an extra thing of toilet paper. They'll like put their toilet papers out of their cart and put it in your cart because it's Andrew Guy. Let's be honest. Yes. But those are the arguments I want to hear about Jay and BC. Mm -hmm. Even though he was mean okay. to me when we were in the same faction, but whatever. For like five seconds. Yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. No. Okay, so what I'm hearing, guys, please address their, you know, their questions to really kind of help paint the picture with them. What's going to go in the carts? What's going to be, how are they strategizing getting these items, if they have any strategy at all? Let's hear it. Uh, so you have 60 seconds, David, for your closing statement. And this is your last one of the night, so definitely make it good. No pressure. Go ahead. All right, so. Yes, Andrew Guy would have been great for talking, but the time for talking is over. We are in the middle of a somewhat quarantine, and you need someone who's, yeah, 
BC is a sweet talker, but also when push comes to shove, BC can shove. And I need that toilet paper, boy. My booty is dirty. I need to wipe that butthole. And BC's gonna make sure my butthole is clean. Not always gonna get me toilet toiletry is gonna get me baby wipes and sanitizer, baby. And BC's a man to do it. Not only when he makes sure that I get it, if he needs to, he'll beat up somebody who overstocked, like that dude who bought eighteen thousand cases of sanitizer. He'll make sure that he beats that dude up and gets me at least one of those cases because BC's also very sensible. I don't need that many sanitizers, so he'll make sure I get what I need. BC has, I've physically seen him wrangle people at Schmodown live events. I've physically seen him be very sweet to people. He's been able to talk to people, get him to back over when he's needed to. He's also had, he's been physical when he knows he needs to. He's the right man for the job. And also, like I mentioned before, uh, I love Jay, but Jay. I'm done. All right. So <sighs> I'm done. Woo. <laughs> it can get rough handling those towelettes. <laughs> if needed as well, for your apparently unclean butt. Okay, I hear you. All right, Malcolm, <laughs> you also- I take a lot of poops. <laughs> I, ate, I ate a lot of fiber, that's all I'm saying. I was saying. about to say. <laughs> you know what, anatomy is a beautiful thing. I'm also Mexican. If you guys know about Mexicans, our, <laughs> our food runs through us, baby. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I don't know what you want me to tell you. <sighs> Malcolm. <laughs> You gotta beat it. <laughs> Sixty seconds to make your case in favor oh, God. of and starting right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, Jay will be definitely one that will, once again. He's also pretty much the same. Like, um, he will help make sure that you get um the rice you need to make your butter chicken. He'll he'll make sure you um like get. He'll make sure that to not be out of the way if he has to, just so you you can get to the front of the line and get what you need. <laughs> um, and but but yes, yeah, so um, and along the way you can sort of talk about various things as well. But I think um, Jay is definitely going to be one of those ones that that's going to. Um, Yell at people to get out of the way um, when you're going to sort of get the stuff that you need, like toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and as well. As well. And done. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All I know is that I don't want to go to Costco anytime soon. Malcolm, if it was socially acceptable or not to shake your hand, I would, but I applaud you, Sterk. Good arguing. Are they like the where you like touching each other's uh, foot I or mean something? Repeat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So, okay. Well, uh, Brandon Hannah, starting with you specifically. I mean, uh, we had two. Um, I think it's like, yeah, they kind of wrapping things up. They kind of painted the picture for you. Big, tough guys. They're able to kind of get things done. But at the same time, they're going to try to get for you those wipes, those sanitizers, and everything. What is going to really pull you in either direction? Who do you want to vote for for today? You ready for my vote? Yeah. Adam, oh boy. With your oh best. Boy. Okay. Um, well, obviously they both picked two very similar people, both yeah. large guys that can get the job done, both have wrestling backgrounds. Um, but I think uh David slightly won me over. I mean, obviously, I I'm 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 actually trying to not let the video force me in one direction too much because that is that's a great video that's a cheap shot that's a cheap move that video so i'm mm -hmm. trying not to put too much stock in it 
However, you did uh, mention that BC is a current wrestling champion. And also what really won me over was that you said you've seen him in action at these live events. You've seen him wrangle people when he has to. And the fact that if he can do it at a Shmodown live event, he could do it at Costco. So for that reason, I'm going to have to give it to David. Okay. All right. Well, over to you, Rachel. Who would you choose based off these arguments? Um, while I, 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 I do know the power of Jay Washington's voice. That man is loud. Um, and I've been told that I am loud and he quiets me. So that's saying something. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much I would like to have somebody just constantly screaming at people next to me. Um, but I do think that everything that Brandon said, I agree with. Um, I think that uh, BC would be the right choice. Uh, due to everything that David said. Um, he is tall and loud and strong and just gets things done. Um, he, yeah, if he can wrangle Schmo down, he can hang, wrangle anybody at Costco. So congratulations. And your winner! Ah! <laughs> Woo! Well done. Well, David, <laughs> I will say I was a little disappointed that you didn't point out that uh, Jay might leave you halfway through. Oh, uh, I, I did. I, I did. I didn't specifically say Jay would leave you half point, but I did mention at the very, very closing, Jay, Jay would leave. But I didn't specifically point yeah. that out. Um, oh, that yeah. would have been, been, been an epic point. Um, that that would have just been like nail coffin, or like yeah. might have been like sleeping in the cafe potentially. <laughs> well, like in all, all these things, yeah. like snapping in the background. <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations, David! Spectacular! You won two out of the Thank three times. And Thank Malcolm, you. you know, you did it fantastic as well. I mean, you won one of the arguments, but also, I mean, like you have some great arguments and you know choices you know, throughout the debates today. So it was awesome on your part. Okay. Might, might I also add real quick, it's a little unfair to Malcolm because technically speaking, uh, I am part of the showdown and I've had, I've like actually like BC's wrangled me. So, <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it was a little unfair. I'll admit that too. It was I mean, I, I will say this, uh, BC's wrangling has definitely improved because the first time I literally walked in, he saw me came over and was like, are you supposed to be back here? And I was like, yeah, he's like, all right. And now, <laughs> No, BC, yes. B, I, I didn't experience that BC. I experienced uh, BC at Spectacular and BC was like, who are you? And I was like, oh, I'm David B. He's like, oh, you're playing today. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. Okay. Yeah, for mm -hmm. me, I, I think the mistake, I mean, I don't know who picked first, but for me, the mistake is that you guys ultimately picked two people who are extremely, extremely similar. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, David B just had that slight edge um, seeing um, BC in action and bringing that up. So I think maybe if Malcolm went with someone who's a completely different Opposite. personality. I, completely different on that note, honest to God, I probably would have picked Robert Parker. 
I was about to, I was just like, about to imagine you making a partner for this. You would have had to say was he's small, good for thinking. Let's imagine everyone loves him and he can have like, he can pull, you can possibly pull the guy effect where everyone be like, you know what? You're pretty awesome. Let me just put stuff in my, in my thing and put it into your basket just because you're so cool. And, and he'll be like, you know what? Can I show you a card trick? And let me just get more out of your basket. <laughs> you literally make items disappear out of other people's carts and put them in yours. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just want to say speaking of awesome, I I just wrote a song for our judges who are the most <laughs> epic, uh, uh, I like the Rachel and Hotman are awesome. They are the most awesome people in the world. Awesome, they're both awesome. Mention that they're both awesome. There you go. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Not today. Well, okay. So before we kind of go into uh, David, uh, your congratulations and everything, Malcolm, yes. you. This is your first match. However, obviously, you did fantastic as yeah. well. I mean, how do you feel about your arguments today? Is there anything in particular you would change? Um, any people you would have like changed your uh, arguments or any your strategy behind it or anything? Um, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's one of those one that I for that last one I I sh should have gone for someone different to um, BC, um, but I mean I'm not gonna lie I I momentarily forgot he was actually a wrestler I just knew he was in the small <laughs> town there. Um, and I mean in hindsight I probably would have picked um, maybe Rachel or Kate. Um, but yeah, sure. absolutely. Oh, well, I guess yeah. she still arms the ball to governments on the side. <laughs> she gets the arms sold to her. She's running everything on the other side. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Me and Grace don't talk too much. She kind of scares me a little bit. I'm glad she she's on my As she should. Mm -hmm. Sister in arms. <laughs> exactly. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Malcolm. Please feel free to hang out here in a second. Um, and also, David, congratulations again. You won your first, uh, you know, schmobi, you know, here, uh, you know, with these uh, fine fellas, you know, here voting in your honor to win two out of three arguments. Now, where do you think, um, do you think going into the next one, do you feel like you might change anything for strategy or anything like that? Uh kind of prove uh, yourself for your next match i think uh i think just like my judges here i was damn near perfect so uh i'm just no. <laughs> except the one where you lost the match is already over david what <laughs> 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 well, is there anyone that you would love to argue against in that uh, case? that's a good question um <laughs> honestly i'm just happy i'm finally on c2a i've only written like Five thousand songs for you guys. So um. <laughs> <laughs> we use one today. Yeah, and it's a great theme, by the way. If it's I do right. say for myself, mm -hmm. uh, all all joking and and all joking aside, um, it was really fun. Uh, it was really fun. I already knew with like Rachel and like and like uh, the the hot man, and I'll only refer to you as the hot man from here on out. Uh, okay. Just being like the little bit of hanging out we've we've had before i knew it was going to be a fun show i knew they were going to be fair despite the pandering that uh i wanted to have fun it was a fun time malcolm really brought it he really made me sweat a couple of times especially question two um but uh uh, uh i don't know i want to thank uh god and uh i want to thank uh beyonce's lemonade for being such a hot <laughs> album uh 
<laughs> I want to thank you, Alex, for inviting me to Schmelbates. This is really fun. Thank you for creating such a great show. And uh, I want to thank, obviously, uh, the Switchblade and Hotman for uh, judging the way it did. It was perfect judging. I'm not saying that sarcastically. You guys really had some great points. You guys really made think about my arguments. You guys really put me on my toes. And it was just a great time. I had a really fun time. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Rachel's one of the best debaters I've seen, period. Yeah. <laughs> In person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one here, I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, like, I just remember seeing it. You're very strategic and you're very direct when it comes to it. I mean, you're not, you're never really beating around the bush when, especially when it comes to debating, that can happen a lot. So, you know, I definitely love your style when it comes to debating. And I know Hotman, I mean, you won against Frank Janish himself. So, even though he didn't pick me for his band, but whatever. <laughs> that was the real travesty of the night. I'm not wanting to lose. I would have picked you in the band. If you, oh. if you can, um, if you can make it happen, oh, Alex, I want to. <laughs> Alex, if you can make it happen, I want to see Frank Janish versus Brad Gilmore. Ooh, that oh, would be awesome. I would love to. I've tried. Unfortunately, schedules has been very difficult um, between the two. It's um, That's something that we've been trying to do for a little bit. But who knows? In the future, <laughs> I would be ecstatic if we could make that happen. Absolutely. That, All right. that being said, you, you did ask me the question, who would I like to face? Uh, oh, even, no. though, even though I mentioned him earlier in one of my questions, I would love to face Chance Ellison because he keeps blaming me for the loss at Spectacular because oh. I walked him out. But technically speaking, that wasn't my fault. Your boy should have been ready for said match. So I would love to face Chance Ellison. <laughs> it's okay. To get redemption. I, I understand when Chance complains about losing, he does it all the time. Exactly. So I would love to face mm. him just to shut just to shut him up. David B against Chance. That's right. Mm. Listen, I'm not saying I'm superstitious. I might be a little stitious, <laughs> but I'm never having David B walk out with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and everybody else because of that match. So <laughs> That being I'm, that being said, though, I am gonna play at the beginning of a show one day. You guys watch, so I'm gonna curse all of you. Just deal with it. <laughs> Say he walked out with one of the greatest inner geekdom players of all time, and that dude got knocked out. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was a uh, curse of David B. <laughs> <laughs> Stop perpetuating that. Cool. Just everyone just wants to like keep you within like ten feet from you. Like, like, hey, write my song, but don't, don't play. Don't it touch me. <laughs> I will say that was probably one of the biggest entrances I've ever seen in the Schmodown. Yeah, it was pretty. I badass. felt like I was at a rock show, but then Thank again, you. no, no. <laughs> Fine, it was all my fault, even though I have literally nothing to do with interviewing or studying. It was my fault. That's how was, impactful your music is, David. It was it was the notes, the arrangement of the notes. Too many devil notes in there. Exactly. Bad luck. Brain. <laughs> all right, fantastic. Well, that kind of wrap things up here for this uh I was at this uh debate of well, this episode of Schmobate where we argue uh Schmodown's most important and intense questions you know all the way from which mode competitor would be the best on a road trip which would be rachel who i picked but yet still lost for some reason i <laughs> i'm still pissed about that but regardless all the way down to what is the be best belt match in history down to what is the best uh character introduction we've seen in Schmodown. So a lot of really great, important and not important questions we'd like to ask here at, with Schmobate. So thank you guys so much. And also for future reference, 
starting with you, Rachel, where can we find you and your beautiful face? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rmsilvestrini. If you try and add me on Facebook, I'm so sorry. That is for friends and fans only, but I will be active on all of those pages. So you can talk to me pretty much anywhere. And it is a delightful time when we do, for sure. Brandon? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. You can also find me over at AfterBuzz TV hosting after shows for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on NBC. That's Sundays at, I guess we're doing it at 10 o'clock right now. And uh, Briar Patch over on USA, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. This is all Pacific Daylight Time. Very specific not to say standard time. I don't want Neil deGrasse Tyson to yell at me on Twitter. And you can also find me over on the Popcorn Talk Network hosting Box Office Breakdown. Although we are taking a two-week hiatus due to everything going on with the coronavirus, there's just not much box office to talk about, unfortunately, but we will be back. So, I don't know. Go back and watch older episodes. Leave a comment about how handsome I am. And like You are intensely handsome. Oh, ridiculously handsome. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Even, even, oh. even my husband is like, that is one handsome man. Ooh. Oh, my God. Are you going to get her husband to be your best friend instead of... I don't know. Wow. That's gonna be the real. That's the next shirt. That's the next shirt. All right, and David, um, it's like where can we find you and all your musicalness? Uh, you can find me on all the socials, Instagram and Twitter at David B Music Twenty One. You can find me on Twitch at David B Music Twenty One. I'll be I'll be trying to start streaming there soon. You could also find me on Spotify. And any and all music streaming online at David B Music. I have some Schmodown themes up there. Uh, I'm working with Christian to see how we're going to move along with it, but keep keep up to date on there. I might release future Schmodown themes there. Oh, fantastic! Cannot wait for sure. That's going to be awesome. And Malcolm, you're involved with everything when it comes to the you know fan leagues and everything. So we're constantly looking for you for guidance on who we should be looking out for in the future and you know future leagues for sure. So where can we reach you? Um, so before I get into my plugs, it was strange being on an episode of this without Lucas yelling at you about closing comments. Um, but uh, but regardless, um, you can find me over on um, Take 17, Take 5, or Take 3 Productions, depending on who you ask. Um, it, but, um, <laughs> but you can all, but um, you can find, um, I, I host um, Rankin, which is usually on Saturday nights. It's on, I'm doing it on Friday this week um, just because we don't really want to clash with the free-for-all happening if it does happen. But um, And we're doing remakes. You can also find me all over the fan leagues. Mm -hmm. You're involved with so many fan leagues. It's fantastic. As a manager, I'm like, that's what I want to do for sure for my team. All right. And I'm Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew, where you can find me. We'll find us really on Twitter, on Instagram, and all those fun, uh, you know, hashtags and the tweetums and the tweetums, you know, at Call to Action Pod. You can also catch <laughs> us on audio only in podcast format, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere and beyond uh, podcasts are found. But last and not least, please check us out and all these awesome shows that we kind of do here with Call to Action. Not only do I host Schmobates every single week on Wednesdays, but also Chill is uh, chill. Action is uh, actually goes on every single Monday with a brand new competitor. This week we had Brad. We are having movie guys next week. It's going to be fantastic. And we have so much coming up over the next few months. So definitely like and subscribe and check out more of us. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys again. Thank you for hanging out with us. Rachel, Brandon, you guys were amazing. David, congratulations. Malcolm, you were the bees to the fucking knees. We love you guys. Ah. 
and we'll see you 